says, how do we know that a kain can offer his own carbonus whenever he wants? We learn from a pasuk, how do we know that he gets the meat and the highs? The pasuk says, based on this, if the carbon who brings the carbon has a mum, he gives it to a kain of that mishmar to offer it, but the meat and the highs belong to the kain who brought the carbon. If he was older, sick, but does not have a mum, he can give it to any kain to offer it for him, not just for that mishmar, but the meat and the highs go to the kain of that mishmar. In fact, what's the case of the kain being older, sick? If he's fit to do the avoid, then he should even get the meat and the highs. If he's not fit to do the avoid, then how can he appoint any kain as a shliach instead of giving it to the kind of that mishmar. A papa said the case is that he can do the avoid with difficulty and therefore he can appoint any kind of the shliach. However, with regard to eating the carbon, doing so with difficulty is not a valid form of eating a carbon. Therefore, the meat and the hides go to the kahanam of that mishmar. If Shesha said, if a kind of the mishmar was tame and it was given a carbon sibir to offer, he may give it to any kind that he wants to offer it for him and the meat and the hides are given to the kahanam of that mishmar. What's the case, Vectimar? If there are Torah kahanam in the mishmar, how can a tame kind be asked to offer it in the first place? If there are no Torah kahanam, how is the meat and hides given to the kahanam of the mishmar? Since they are tummy, they can't eat the meat anyway. Rava said he must say it means. We must say it means that the meat goes to the kahanim with mums of that mishmar who are tahar. Rabbi Ashi said if a kain gadol is an oinin and he has his own carbon to offer it, he may give it to any kain he wants to offer it for him, but the meat and the highs go to the kahanim of the mishmar. Because the bride says the kain gadol may offer kabbanis as an oinin, but he cannot eat them. Mar says we would think that he may offer it himself as an oinin, but he can't appoint another kain to act as a shliach for him if, he, uh, if he's an oinin. Kamashmah, that he could. Zuck, the next mission if someone stole from a garen swore falsely that he did not steal, and the ger then die without Yarshim, the ganav must pay the principal an additional fifth to the kahanim and bring an oshim. This is based on the pasuk. If the ganav was bringing the money and the animals to Yushalayim and he died, the money is given to the ganav's Yarshim, and the oshim is to graze until he gets the mum, and then sold, and the money used for an adava. If he had already given the money to the kahanim of that mishmar and he then died before bringing his oshim, the yarshim cannot get the money back from the kahanim. If he gave the money to the yoyariv mishmar and the oshim to the, y- y- the doya mishmar, which is the next Mishmar, he's Yaitzah, because the, the, the halach is the Oshem cannot be brought uh, until after the money is returned. If instead he gave the Oshem to the first Mishmar and the money to his next, then if the Oshem still exists, he, it should be given to the Yedoya Mishmar, the second Mishmar, to be offered. If it was already offered, the Ganif has to bring another Oshem. If he gave the principal but not the additional fifth, the fifth does not hold him back not from getting a kapar. Zakhtig writes says the word Oshom in the Pasuk refers to the principal payment. The word Hamushov refers to the fifth. You may suggest that Oshom refers to the actual carbon. The significance of that would be the statement of Rava, who says that by calling the principal payment Oshom, we learn that if the Ganif returned the principal at night or only partially, he's not Yaitza. But the Bryce continues, however, when the Pasuk says Milvad Elakipurim, we see that the earlier Oshom refers to the principal payment. A Bryce says, Zakhtig the word Oshom in the Pasuk refers to the principal payment and Hamushov refers to the fifth. You may suggest that Oshom refers to the fifth, which would teach that the fifth is essential to bring about the Part of the Pasuk says, the Heishev is Hashomai Biroishev Echemishisai. We see, clearly see that the Oshem refers to the principal payment. Another Bryce says, the word Oshem in the Pasuk refers to the principal payment and Hamusha refers to the fifth. And the Pasuk is discussing someone who stole from a ger with Gezel. You may suggest that Hamusha refers to Kefal and the Pasuk refers to one who steals from a ger with Geneva. When the Pasuk says, the Heishev is Hashomai Biroishev Echemishisai, it teaches that we're talking about a principal payment, not a Kefal payment. Zakhmar Vaita the Gemara brought a statement of Rava that a Ganif who stole from a ger and returned the money to the Kahanim at night or only partially is not Yaitza because the Torah refers to it as Osham. Rava also said if the money given to the Kahanim of the Mishmar is not enough to give at least a pruta to each coin of that Mishmar, he has not fulfilled the obligation to return the money because the Pazik says Osham Hamusha, which teaches that there must be a return to each coin of the Mishmar. Rava asks if the Ganif doesn't have enough to give a pruta to each coin of the Yariv Mishmar, but has enough to do so for the Yadoya Mishmar, what's Allah if he gave it to Yadoya during the Mishmar of Yoyariv? Do we say it's not effective because it's given to the wrong Mishmar, or do we say it's not sufficient for the current Mishmar, so giving 
it to another one is okay. Rav asks, may Kahanim trade a share of property given to them as a, as a return for property stolen from a ger for other property given to them as property stolen from a ger? Do we say that since the Pasuk refers to it as Asham, it therefore is treated like the like carbon itself and one portion cannot be traded for another? Or do we say it's simply money and it could be traded? Rav then answered that by calling it an Asham, the Pasuk teaches that it cannot be traded for another portion. Rav asked, are Kahanim considered to be inheriting the property of the Ger, or are they considered to be getting as a gift from Hashem? The difference would be if Chomets was stolen from the Ger, and Pesach has now passed. If they're just Yarshaning from the Ger, then the Ganav can give back the actual Chomets, which is now worthless, and he'll be Yitzah, they're returning. If they're getting a gift, we, the Chayi would not be able to give back the, the Chomets them, because it's worthless. Rav Zeri asked, no. Even if they're getting considered to be getting a gift, the Ganav would be able to give back the Chomets, because the gift is that Hashem uh, is giving to them, but Hashem instructed them to be given this as a a gift, even though it's worthless. The question is if the Kahanim gets 10 animals from the property of the Ger. If they're inheriting it, the Kahanim must give Meiser. If it's a gift, he does not have to give Meiser. So what status does it have? And Mar says, a price list the Chavdalad Matona is given to the Kahanim and lists stolen property of a Ger as one of the gifts. We see that it has the status of a gift. Mishra said, Abaya said, we see from here that the return of the money to the Ganav accomplishes part of the Kapar, because if it accomplished nothing at all, we would say he should return the money to the Ganav Yarshim, because he certainly did not mean to give away the money if it would not accomplish anything. In fact, based on this logic, if the owner of the Chatas dies, the animal should go out to Chulim, because he surely didn't designate it as a carbon, if it would ultimately, uh, wouldn't ultimately bring him a Kapar. And Mar says, that's Allah Sinai, that the owner of a Chatas that died has, is, is left to die as well. In fact, based on this logic, if the owner of an Oshim died, the animal should not go out to Chulim, should go out to Chulim, I'm sorry. Because he should, he surely didn't designate it as a carbon if it wouldn't bring him some type of kapara. Mar said, no, it's Allah Hamashim Sinai. And if the owner of an Ashram died, the animal is left to graze until it gets a mum and can then be redeemed. Fekhmar, based on this logic, if a Yivama falls in Yibum to a man she finds repulsive, he, she should not even need a chalitza because we should say that she surely didn't agree to get married to her husband if she would have known that she would have died, if he, that he would have died childless, leaving her to this man for Yibum. And for the we know that she wanted to get married even though there was a chance she may ultimately fall in Yibum to the brother. As Mishlakar said, a woman does anything just to be married.